This is Perspectives, the show where an examination of our many differences often shows us how much we have in common. I'm Condis Presley. For many of our children, it's not an option, but an expectation that you will go to college. A college education, a college degree necessary for so many of our young people in order to be eligible and qualified for the new and many technical jobs and other occupations that don't even exist yet but will be in the field. So this weekend in Atlanta on Saturday, in fact, an opportunity for many of our young people to explore the opportunities for them at historically black colleges and universities. Joining us today to talk about the state of higher education, especially as it relates to students of color, is Dr. Teresa Price. She is the founder of the National College Resources Foundation. This is an organization that puts on the Black College Expo. Dr. Price, welcome. Oh, I'm so excited to be here. We're happy to have you here. So first of all, just give us a little background on the National College Resources Foundation, the group that you put together. National College Resources is a 501c3 nonprofit organization, and our mission is to curtail high school dropout rate and increase enrollment to degree and or certificate programs among underserved and underrepresented students. So now tell me about this college tour that you do. Well, the Black College Expo came about about 19 years ago because I didn't know about black colleges until I was in college because I'm from the West Coast, born and raised, Compton, California, did not know about black colleges. And when I start hearing my friends talk about, oh, I go to Spelman or Morehouse or I go to Grambling and all these schools and they start talking about their experience, I saw their the the joy and passion in their life as they talked about their university. And I said, wow, I feel like I've missed something. So I'm one of those people, instead of talking about it, what am I going to do about it? And Where I did just, you go to school? I went to Cal State University of Long Beach. Yeah, that's where I got my undergrad on broadcast journalism. <laughs> but I said to myself, wow, I don't want another kid to ever say they didn't know about historically black colleges and universities like I did. Regardless of their color or background, I didn't want another kid to know about the rich history and legacy of black colleges, HBCUs. So I vowed to, that's what made me start the Black College Expo. We started in California in 2000. Um, it, it's so crazy that over 35,000 people came out. They sent out the riot gear police thinking it was going to be a riot. They come out in their hair gear and everything. And the joy of it all was that it wasn't for a concert. They were there to get information on higher education. People wanted information. And that told me that day that there was a need. Uh, people just wanted resources. They wanted to do a lot of things and go to college or maybe didn't even know if they could go. But we that the Black College Expo and our organization brings hope to those that never thought they could, should, or would, or wanted to, but didn't have the resources or know what to do. So and you're saying now that Expo. even in 2018, there are young people, there are families, specifically families of color in cities across the United States who are unaware of the opportunities that exist for young people to grow beyond where they are at that moment and to not only go to college, but to have a very rich HBCU experience. Right, right. We Our whole thing was, I didn't know about them, so it's like to highlight and, and spotlight. And as I studied on the HBCUs and, and saw the history and the people that have pretty much led this country and led the sit-ins and the protests and the marches, a lot of them went to black colleges, the history. And that's the foundation. So you're right. A lot of our, I always say, 
as I work in inner city schools. So just so you know, National College Resources is an educational enhancement agency. So every day we're doing intervention, mentoring, college and career planning, student readiness, working with athletes, and also internships and careers. So we do full service outreach. And what we found is people don't know what they don't know what they don't know. So a lot of people just don't think they can go because of the money. And there's a lot of schools that offer dollars to help you. A lot of the private institutions sometimes offer more than some of our state colleges. So we're there to just really empower young people and their families to know that you can do and be anything you want to do. And the opportunities are laying out there. As you stated before, college education, especially now more than ever, is key. Ninety percent of the jobs are going to require some college by 2020, there are going to be 55 million jobs available. And those three areas where it's going to be is in STEM, STEAM, I say the STEAM, which A is for arts, agriculture, aerospace, and aviation, but in STEM or STEAM in healthcare and in community services. Those 55 million jobs, you say, well, where? Well, 31 million people are retiring. So that's where we're going to people, you know, we need people to fill those jobs. And then 24 million are newly created jobs like, the, you know, all the app companies, the Ubers, the this, the Facebooks, all this. So with that, we are not currently right now, America is not producing enough workers to be prepared for those jobs. We're not the educational system is not producing enough skilled, trained, degreed workers to fill those jobs. So we're really in a state of ah. And people don't realize how deep it is because right now, 2014 marked the year that there were more students of color in public schools than there were of our uh, white counterparts. And in that, what that's saying is by in, in 2024, they're going to be close to 60 percent of the graduates are going to be students of color. So if you're going to have students of color and there's going to be more people of color and then we're not producing enough workers. And then when you look at achievement gap, workforce gap and disparities, economic disparities, if they're not trained and know that higher education is there, but there's more than, what does that say about our nation and who we are and how we compete against other nations? We have to be skilled, trained, and educated. And even if someone says, oh, I don't want to college, or oh, I'm going to a two-year, or I want to get it, that's still college. 90% of the jobs are going to require college. We need diversity to be able to survive and compete and grow and thrive. you got to have diversity. There's any one thinking of any one thing is not good. So I'm just passionate about connecting students to college careers and beyond. I know that every student here, regardless of your background, your income status, whatever, we're all brought here as great individuals. We're all great. It's just waiting for us to tap inside of us. That's why it's the power of me to do and be the things that you're here for, what your purpose is to make an impact. Now, the power of me, as we were in the elevator, you were telling me that as a part of the Black College Expo in Atlanta, you have graduates, recent graduates, right. some not so recent, doing what for you on oh, this message? They are so excited. They're so passionate and filled with the the joy of understanding how education is the key. It all starts, if you're going to change anything, it all starts with education, that they're going out to schools. They they're probably have, in the last two weeks, we have visited more than 30 schools. What we're doing pretty much is 
telling students that it is the power of me. It's the power of you. You're your biggest cheerleader. You Nobody can believe in you more than you believe in you. And you have the power to do and be anything you want. So these recent graduates have just graduated as early as 2017. And they're telling their trials and tribulations of what they went through to get to where they were. But they're also telling them that all things are possible. You just have to believe. Yes, you have to do the work. But in college, there's a balance. Get your balance. Be involved on campus. Who tells you you have to wait right now to start a business? You can start a business right now. You can do things right now. You don't have to wait. Don't wait for the educational system or your school to tell you when to take the SAT and ACT. You can take the SAT and ACT as early as middle school. I had a kid, seventh grade, took the ACT, got a 26, was able to use that score to get get a full ride to a college. So... All things are possible. The power of me, it is the power of you. We're inspiring, encouraging students that they can do and be whatever they want. And National College Resources really are full service. We provide free services to students throughout the year, just kind of helping them navigate the college experience, have access to college, helping them with their application, resume, whatever it takes. I just know that we're all brought here for a reason. And what are we doing to change? Or We don't like what we see what's going on. Okay, that's fine. Are you going to talk about it? What are you going to do about it? It all starts with education. And you help connect students and their families to scholarship money. Is that right? We have given away as an organization over $600,000 in scholarships. And we have helped students secure over $300 million in scholarships and grants. So, we're all about, I mean, naturally for me, I'm, I'm wanna, we want to educate people to understand the processes. There are financial aid dollars available. A lot of the schools offer. There's a lot of people don't know there's need blind scholarships, which exists about 35 colleges that offer scholarships. If you're at 65000 or under, you automatically, if you qualify to get in their school, you get to go for free. A lot of those are baby Ivies and Ivies. And a lot of people don't know about that. There's a lot of resources out there to get you in school. Back up and explain that again, because you used a couple of terms that the audience may not be familiar with. And you said, I think I heard you say, needs blind. Yeah, need blind. So you figure the the whole financial aid system, it's um, schol- money comes from need base and merit base. Need base based on your, your um, financial situation. Um, you know, how you qualify, eligible that way. And merit-based are based on grades. So that's why I always tell students your grades are your credit. You're, you're, you want to have a high FICA score <laughs> when it comes to grades. And then there's this other part called need blind. Need blind. If you go on and you Google need blind, look at, see that advertising? Google, Google. <laughs> need blind, you'll see all the universities, colleges that pop up, that basically what it is is if you meet a certain income status, uh, eligibility. In some cases, it could be higher than 65000 You automatically, if you qualify to get in their school, which means whatever their, you know, 2.5, 3.0, whatever it is, you automatically get to go to school for free. That's a great word, for, free. Yes, yes, college for free. We do a lot of seminars on, at our expo too, it is all about educating. So we try to find out, it's kind of based on the need, and most people want to know, how do I pay for college? So one of our, uh, actually one of your Atlanta greats, Tamika Williamson, uh, her whole pride is going to college for free. So she talks to parents and students or families 
showing them how they can go to college for free, how to access your financial aid, how to fill out your financial aid form, how to, if you're a middle-class family, things that you could do to try to maximize your financial aid. A lot of times people choose co- don't choose colleges, privates, because they'll be, oh, it's 60000 to go there. But think about it. If you have two students in school, and they're both at private colleges and it's $60,000, You get that's a part of your financial aid package. You may get dollars, even though you might make over $100,000, but the fact that you have two kids in college, that may qualify you a different rate. The other thing is, a lot of people think, oh, I make 200000 but it's your adjusted gross income, which means if you have a business, you write off X, or you own property, or whatever, or you're taking a loss, it's your adjusted gross income. That's how your financial aid picture is. It's on that. That's where it's where it comes. So beyond how to pay for college, mm-hmm. tell us what kind of questions. This is a two-part question mm-hmm. I have for you. What kind of questions are students and parents asking you? And then I want you to tell us what questions should we be asking? Okay. Let me. You know what? Too. Let me just say this. I want to open up people's mind because money is the number one thing. So you might play an instrument. This weekend we're doing band auditions. I've seen people get up to $120,000 right there on the spot for their talent as a musician. The band directors are going to be there doing that. And I'm just saying, I'm saying that to say it's not just about the expo. What I'm talking about uh, over the weekend, what happened is band directors are giving away band scholarships. The colleges, what they did over the weekend, they accepted on the spot, they waived application fees, and they gave away scholarships on the spot. Now, parents and students I wanted you to take this. When you think about scholarships, think about you got band scholarships, you have dance scholarships, you have athletic scholarships, you have certain major scholarships. Look, when you look at your universities, think about the department. If you're going into journalism, find out if the journalism department has scholarships. Sometimes people just look face value, go beyond, call the call the department. Do you have scholarships? Do you have scholarships for people of color? You're left-handed. There's so many different scholarships out there. The other thing is... Get out of here. There's scholarships for students who are left-handed? Yes, yes, yes. Single-parent households. Even if you, you know, definitely ethnic, uh, biracial. I mean, there's something... There is a scholarship for everything. And so I want people to think beyond don't look at what you see think beyond press through ask questions those are you ask what do you need to do call the school and ask questions you got your financial you know when you apply to college when you're when you apply to college to all your colleges i recommend you apply on the faxa form faxa which is free application for federal student aid you could apply to up to 10 colleges can fit on that form. 10 colleges can fit. So that means apply to 10 colleges. You may say, well, I don't have money to do. Well, I just told you, our organization and other organizations, you can go and get free applications. You won't have to pay the fees for applications. So when you fill out those forms, you're going to get an, uh, an acceptance back. That's what's going to happen. So you're going to fill out these Forms And when you fill out that FAFSA form, that form goes to all those 10 college or whatever colleges you put on there. Your financial aid picture goes to them. Each college gets has their own budget. So they have their budget, which is their federal budget, and then they have their school budget. Then they have their donors that have given to that school. So when a college puts together your financial aid package, they look at your financial picture. They look at your grades and all that, and then they award you. So your award letter comes and tells you, you're going to this school, this is how much your tuition, this is what your award is. And then you'll know if you don't need any money or if you are if you have a gap. 
And in that, when you have a gap, think about this. Go to your local organizations, your banks, your churches, and say, hey, I'm short 4000 or 3000 I need to raise money. Do you guys have scholarships? Can you give a donation? You'll be surprised. Even your school districts. I've been able to get students donations for their gap of their fee from their school district because the superintendent may have gotten some money or some donation or some scholarship fund in which they give scholarships away. So don't let the picture ever stop where it is. Keep going after the dollars that could be, and they could be right around you, your job. Your job may give away a scholarship or may help. So ask the questions. Don't be afraid to call the school, the department your, your student or you are majoring in. Ask them because you never know where the money is. And people like you, Candace, you might have called your university and said, hey, I want to give away $10,000 in journalism scholarships to the certain student that's doing this and whatever. That could have happened yesterday. Well, they have to give those dollars away. So that's why I'm saying always stay in touch with the financial aid director or the financial aid department, too, because you never know when those scholarships are coming in. We're talking to Dr. Teresa Price. She's the founder of the National College Resources Foundation. It's the organization behind the Black College Expo, showcasing the many opportunities that are available to students of color who are interested in pursuing higher education at a historically black college or university. How would you characterize, Dr. Price, the state of education for our young students of color today? What I... The, the state of education um, and in more lower economic uh, communities, it is startling. Um, I know when we first started the Black College Expo in 2000, it was 69% of the population. So 30.1% were high school dropout rate. It has increased, but I just kind of feel like we should be at 100%. At that level, when you're post-secondary uh, education, not post-secondary education, but in secondary education, or you're going K through 12, kindergarten through 12th grade, it's free unless you're going to a private school. But the education is free. You get to get, I'll talk sports. If you, you don't want to sit on the bench, you want to get your minutes of playing time. So you have to get your high school diploma. So when you, when you drop out, you know it's, you earn six more times the rate of having a, a high school diploma than you do not having one. And then when you go to higher education, you're just getting more minutes. So I recommend for students to not only get their undergrad, but think about it. You're competing against not only your neighbors, your city, your state. You're, you're competing globally. You're competing against people from all over the world. So you need to feed your brain with as much information and as, much degree, as many degrees as you can so you can be competitive. Jobs, as you said, there, there's, we just talked about it, 55 million jobs. There's 5 million jobs right now in STEM that are unfilled. So don't say there's not enough jobs, I can't find a job. The jobs are there, but you got to look at what you want to major in. And then you might say you might not like certain fields, but everything is needed. Okay, you might want to go into fashion. Astronauts need their uniforms designed. That's, that's in STEM. You have to think beyond so the state of education to me is I don't think we value education. I don't think we understand the importance of it. And that's why I'm so passionate about the power of you. You got to be educated. You got to get the playing time. You got to have the degree and the resources are there. So for me, when I look at um, um, 
the number of us graduating. And then when you look at minorities and you look at blacks and then you look at black males, we need to be empowering. If you're a neighbor and you see a kid, please bring them in, mentor, pick them up. You got a daughter's friend, your son's friend. Let them be a part of your village. We have to be create villages because we have to be educated. We're going to we're part of a, a the people of color that have to we're future leaders. So the state to me, we have a lot of work to do. What would you name as benefits for students attending HBCUs? HBCUs, I'll tell you right now, I have a parent that we helped get their daughter into Howard. Now, this young lady was a student athlete, did well. She uh, had a 3.9. She could have gone anywhere. She got accepted everywhere. And they never would have chosen HBCU. And the fact that they she got accepted to Lower Miramont, I think Stanford, all these schools. And then Howard came, and she went and visited the campus, and she just, wow. And so the mom said to me, a lot of people said, well, why did she choose Howard? She could have gone here. She could have gone there. The mother said to me, her daughter's in, she's a freshman right now. She said, I have to tell you, Teresa, the experience that my daughter is getting at Howard, I could have not paid for. It is unbelievable. The things that she's learning, what she's being exposed to, the, the knowledge she's being given, the experience, her ancestor, understanding her ancestor, the background, the foundation. It's building her character. It's building her self-confidence. Even though she was confident, she even knows that her value, she's understanding her value as a black woman and as an African-American, as a person of color in this country. And she said that I could not have gotten at another institution, not a non-black college, at a you know a, a, a PWI market, is a PWI. The, I want the, yeah. Well, everybody that's what that everyone word. knows. It. Yeah, it's a primary PWI. white institution. Right, right. Yes. I couldn't have gotten that. And I've heard that from some uh, so many parents. I have another student that went. Actually, one of our students was a valedictorian at Clark Atlanta here in Atlanta, 2013. Doctor now, Lauren Crawford. Who, if you know Lauren, Lauren came, he was a math major. He, again, in high school, almost straight A's all the way through. I think he was a 3.9. Stanford, yeah, all these schools accepted him. He chose Clark Atlanta. He said to me personally, he said, I am so glad I chose Clark Atlanta. The things I learned there, I would have not have learned these things anywhere. The experience, the experience of even knowing that black comes in so many different degrees, you look at black, you think black people, oh, everything's the same. But no, the black person from Atlanta is diverse from the person in New York or the person in California. Dr. Price, how do people find out more about the Black College Expo and specifically about your foundation, the National College Resources Foundation? You can visit our website at nationalcollegeresourcesfoundation.org, nationalcollegeresourcesfoundation.org. But I'm actually like, you know, want to make sure you get us so you can go to Black College Expo. You can Google Black College Expo, nationalcollegeresourcesfoundation.org, and it'll give you all the information of what we do every day and to stay sustainable. So definitely thank you. We need all the donations, whatever we could get, because we're on a mission to change the world. Um, you, If you want to know, we visit seven cities. We go to New York. We do D.C. Maryland. We do Atlanta. We just finished. We also do Houston. We do L.A., Oakland, and Miami. So we're going to be in your city. But listen, families, we're always here for you. We love helping. So please call our offices at 877-427-4100, 877 877-427-4100. 
877-427-4100. I know I was fast. I'm going to say it again. 877-427-4100. If you have a question, if you have a concern, if you need direction, if you need help, we're here for you. If you're an athlete, we, we have a program to help athletes get recruited. Because I feel like if you can go to college for free using your talent, hey, let's help you do that. So whatever you are thinking, need, just know you're not in this process by yourself. We're here for you. National College Resources Foundation, connecting students to college, careers, and beyond. And that website, one more time, is thecollegeexpo.org. Dr. Teresa Price, appreciate you. Thank you. Perspectives is a half hour we produce with you in mind. If there's something you think we ought to be talking about, let me hear from you. Tweet me, MyAndalusCondo29 on Twitter, or leave a message on our Facebook page. We do appreciate your listening and hope you'll be back next week at this same time as we examine another perspective.